0: How's it going? welcome back to another episode of socal watch reviews i am miguel with me p
1: ross p ross how's it going yo 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 what's up what's up man we back in the building with another one episode 53 let's get it 53 and special guest p ross you know what to do yo yo <laughs> listen 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 we have an icon in the watch community right? that's right that's right you know what i mean we have somebody that you know we've been watching for a while we've been checking him out you know what i mean
2: we got big ben arthur in the building what's up player (laughs) hi guys (laughs) thanks for having me that was a nice introduction (laughs) yeah
0: we had to do it right ben how's it going buddy
2: uh very well thank you yes yeah i've been really looking forward to uh hopping on here um spreading some love you know Absolutely, yeah. Hey,
0: you got to pay it forward and 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 I, we appreciate you coming on. And before we move forward, we got to do a we got to do a risk check. So, Ben, what are you what are you rocking today?
2: Casio Edifice uh, EFV110D. I reviewed it a few months ago. It's a really good watch if you like quartz watches. It's a uh, uh, really high quality for the money. I, I think I snapped nabbed it for 49 pounds. Wow. Mm, Which is good for UK. Crazy. Like we right, tend yeah. to pay a bit more over here, so that's not bad at all.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I yeah, I, I've never seen one in the middle. And actually I had a I had a conversation with P Ross yesterday and he was telling me about the Casio Duro. Never seen one in the I have some Casio G Shocks. Never seen the Duro. And 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 uh he's I'm letting the cat out of the bag a little bit, but he's working on a video of an Invicta Pro diver with an NH thirty five versus a Casio Duro. And P. Ross honestly told me he's like, Hey, that Casio. It really it, to me in my opinion it's it's better than the Invicta. So I'm curious to see that video.
1: Ways. A lot of ways. Believe that.
0: All right. Yeah, P-
2: very good very good durability, very good build quality, Casio. That's what yeah. I found over the years.
1: That's yeah. cool. P. Ross, what are you rocking? Uh Seiko. Can y'all see that? um I can see
2: the model. I can see it's a Seiko. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Seiko SKS five seven five. Yes, yes, sir
0: very cool i thought you were gonna wear the vincero
1: or the uh movement I, I don't i don't i don't own a vincero or movement yet
2: so. yet he, he wants to make sure this podcast lasts more than five minutes <laughs> right. in right. yeah
0: <laughs> In honor of uh of ben i am wearing my movement watch which i got from no i'm just very kidding nice. my vintage gerard <laughs> Parago. but hey you you miss a gag p we spoke last yeah. night and we're like uh-huh. hey, we're gonna wear watches that resemble Vincero or or movement, and we're gonna yeah, drop I forget, them Yeah, I forgot. You know what? Of course, I you did.
1: All about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, because I. Uh,
0: you know, let's I let's was, start over. Go go put I, it on. I'm just kidding.
1: I was doing a lot of drinking last night. So, oh
0: yeah, he was. I I called him yesterday. He was almost crying on the phone. I'm like, what is going on with this guy?
2: <laughs> very emotional. Very emotional. Very
0: emotional. Do you get emotional when you drink, Ben?
2: <laughs> um. Maybe actually. Especially when <laughs> watching certain movies. I mean it depends. W- worryingly, not like romantic comedies or anything like that. I don't get emotional at that. Sure,
0: Ben. <laughs> it's
2: more like I promise. Uh, no, it's more like um like I like I enjoy cinematography a lot, so oh, as okay, you might cool. be able to tell. So like if I see something nice, I don't know. It gets me feeling a bit strange right right that's cool i think it happens
0: (laughs) to a lot of us as long as you're not one of those guys that drinks and gets angry for whatever reason (laughs) that's weird right right you
2: get that a lot where i'm from (laughs) Mm, 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 (laughs) get knocked out in nightclubs
0: (laughs) that's funny so speaking of where you're from and and where you're located and who you are why don't you uh, there's a lot of people listening i'm sure that uh know who you are i'm sure everybody knows who you are but for just a few people that don't why don't you do just a quick intro- introduction kind of ex backstory and and just let people know who you are
2: yeah sure yeah yeah uh, so my name's Ben Arthur um, currently I run the Ben's Watch Club YouTube channel and blog um, grew up in Nistoke in England uh, had a fairly standard and boring life until like 2014 2015 <laughs> was trained to be a teacher wasn't going particularly well Um, Started making YouTube videos. I started off with loads of rubbish stuff years ago on other channels, like video game and stuff. That went terribly. After like a year and a half, two years, 300 subscribers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Then did, made another attempt, which was my um, Ben Arthur channel, which went much better. Yeah. But ultimately, we've come full circle. Um, So now I'm kind of doing wristwatches, which I would never have expected maybe like eight years ago. Never oh, wow have, cool. i never would have thought it um yeah that, that's that's kind of my story honestly it's not the most exciting in that regard but it's kind of i think it may be a different angle to what yeah. we've had before yeah for sure to the wristwatch scene it's mm-hmm.
0: pretty interesting the way that you got into it so for you know just for a point of reference how many subscribers did you have on your first channel the the uh, ben arthur channel so the uh, the,
2: the ben arthur channel uh, I think at the moment it's got 116,000 subs and that's we've crazy. ditched it. <laughs> mm.
0: well, we, we, we'll go more into like that in the future, stupid, <laughs> it? it's right. crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. And and now on your current uh watch channel, you got 30, 30 something, just, right?
2: Just at 40, 40, 000 two days ago. I believe. Oh, wow, yeah.
0: congrats, cool. congrats, cool. man, nice, that's yeah. awesome. So, what got you into watches? Obviously, it, we all have different origin stories, but
2: yeah, um, I, I've Worn watches probably ever since I was, like, early teenager. Uh, So I've always kind of had a watch. Never anything that was particularly horologically significant, let's say. (laughs) Um, My dad always wore uh, Casio's, uh, like the F91, for years because he he works as a plumber, so he has to have something on his wrist that's durable, and that fits the bill. Cool. But I was never really kind of into watches or really cared about the watches until... um, my fashion channel and then i had a lot of these fashion brands reaching out to me i noticed that lots of these youtubers were kind of like ramming fashion watches down your throats and all this so yeah uh, i i kind of made myself at that point almost like the test dummy for the, for those sorts of things so i figured I'd, I'd try them out for myself see if they were actually any good because there were some um very bold claims about the quality of these watches which i just right. thought even with my really limited experience i thought there's no way some of this adds up, so yeah. I decided to uh, get some of them into the the channel to kind of do a basic review, compare them to the few other watches I had at the time, and see what they were actually like to give an honest perspective to the viewers. Okay. And it kind of snowballed a bit from there. It kind of got me more into it. Um, I started to get a hold of a lot more watches, and it's eventually become this kind of hunt for the ultimate value watch, almost. That that's uh, kind of what the the channel's become now.
1: Cool. That's what's up. So, have you totally abandoned the Ben Arthur channel?
2: Yes. Well, uh, well, not maybe not permanently. Actually, Um, at first, I was hoping to kind of keep both uh, going alongside one another because obviously, it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of subscribers uh, and potential views to abandon, if you know what I mean. Um, And to some people, that would just seem like suicide. Would never want to even consider that, um, which I understand. But it just wasn't feeling right for me like when I started up that channel the whole idea of that channel was the idea of trying to get guys to feel better about themselves because I I went through quite a uh, bad depression when I was about like probably 17 to 20 21 Mm -hmm. okay feeling awful about myself Uh, eventually managed to to get over it after a lot of hard work Um, and the whole idea of that channel was set up to help other people to hopefully stop feeling that way because I think that Mental health for lots of people is like really overlooked and feeling good about yourself yeah, is absolutely. quite important to your yeah. own confidence in it. So, um, But then I kind of realized that uh, I'd said almost all that I needed to say kind of on that channel. I know that these, there's these other channels out there that are supposedly dedicated to making you look and feel better, but in my <laughs> opinion, they're just milking the cow dry like that oh. poor cow. There's nothing mm-hmm. left of the cow. Absolutely. Um, and whereas I felt like I'd, I'd said all I needed to say at that point and that if I was to carry on, it would just be me unnecessarily stretching stuff. Um, and I had a little bit more stuff to do with hair loss, maybe planned. But ultimately, I felt like going into watches was kind of a natural progression because I noticed that some of those videos on the old channel that I did about some of those wristwatches, they were tending to get loads and loads of views, some of them. Um, and I really enjoyed making them. I, I, okay. I've always enjoyed like the aspects of, like comparing Things to one another <clears throat> okay it's it's like a weird OCD thing for me so <laughs> it kind of felt like the perfect entry point into watches um, by no means am I some sort of like expert in, in watches I wouldn't say but uh, I think I was qualified enough to do it so I thought I'd yeah. give it a try and it, it went quite well the first uh, year or so on this channel so we've basically been working full-time on it for like maybe 12 months uh, so 18 months, maybe I, I I can't remember now. Maybe 12 months, I think, full time on it. Um, so that that's kind of how I was going into it. And yeah, the other channel might bring it back one time, but it would depend. I'd have to get like a nice team set up around this current channel to keep that sort of pumping along by itself. Yeah. Um, for instance, with the editing and stuff, because that takes up so much time, as you, oh, as yeah. you guys probably know. Mm-hmm. Like that, the uh, video I released the other day that took over two weeks to edit. Like. Uh, wow. So I physically would not have the time to do anything else right now. So I would have to get um, some sort of team together to help run this channel to get free up some time to continue that sort of thing because it just wasn't making as much like money to make it really that viable either. Like you'd think with 100,000 subs, like you'd be bringing in the money. But uh, believe it or not, the, uh, <laughs> YouTube is nowhere near as lucrative as people make it seem for the most part, in my view at least. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this. Do you do YouTube full time or do you have a job or
2: Yes, I I've been doing YouTube full time since twenty seventeen, I think it is. Yeah. Oh wow, um, that's cool. And we're at the moment we're kind of like almost all full time off the Ben's Watch Club channel. Even though know, it forty thousand subs, like that's I don't think that's too bad to be honest, thinking about yeah, it. that's but, great. um it's yeah, it's still a lot of work, but we've managed to Find a really good system where we can earn enough money without having to to sell out to anyone, which I think is nice for us, and we can keep giving honest videos and make it work money wise, so that we're not like super broke. Because believe me, we have been living frugally like the last like three or four <laughs> years, very very frugally. Right. Um, so. um yeah, uh, it's been pretty cold in this house. It's the first year I can wear a t-shirt. Believe me, we, we've been working on it like crazy. So, um, so you, ke- yeah. you
0: keep saying we, I'm assuming you're a fiancé in you. So you're a teen, yes. she's your, okay.
2: Yes, so she's the kind of uh, brains behind the operation with regards to um, uh, the, the money side of things, like the finances, The she sorts out lots of stuff to do with the blog now as well, which is really good. She's been working full time for me. Uh, must be at least a year now, maybe a year and a half. Which is that's great. That's cool. That's um, awesome. And uh, without her, it would the content would be coming out a lot slower and it'd be a lot less organised. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so it's wow. um, I'm very lucky to have her. That's for sure. Cool. So
0: you get. Just some understanding, and I don't know if you could give us the behind the scenes a little bit, so you get paid by the YouTube ad revenue, but do you get any money from anybody else, like sponsorships or anything at all, or
2: yes, yes, okay. Uh, okay. so we get a bit from ad revenue, but as you you may have heard, ad revenue is completely awful unless you're in like the finance niche. If you're not like the finance right. niche, you can get like ten to to over ten pounds. Uh, CPM, which is uh, how much money you get paid per thousand views, basically, Right. Um, you can get a fairly decent chunk of money for doing it that way. And if that was the case in the watch niche and basically every other niche on YouTube, I would have no worries and I could just uh, survive off ad revenue. But unfortunately, the ad revenue for basically anything outside of uh, finance and stuff like that is terrible. Absolutely mm. terrible. You can get a million views on a video and not crack a thousand pounds, which is Awful considering wow. the amount of effort that goes into it,
1: that's which crazy. is
2: like because I know I've seen a lot of people that are saying, Oh, it's frustrating, like I can't reach the monetization um, requirements, you know, like the 4,000 watch time and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's me, uh, but you needn't worry because I swear, like, even if you even if they lowered it and let you in, you'd be getting so little money, it would almost not be worth it anyway. Like, you have to really structure your income sources in order to gain any sort of noticeable income at all. Like even if you wanted got to it. do it, it's just like a side hustle thing. Like mm, Yeah, so for at the sure. moment, we've not only got the ad revenue, which makes up a small portion of our income, but honestly it's like, it's like not much at all. We do a lot of work with like affiliates and stuff. As you yeah. may have noticed from that video I mentioned the other day, we get like a really uh, small cut from most sites, like three, 5% commission on stuff when we sell it through the affiliate links. Uh, that's a massive portion of our income at the moment and then um we also have some sponsors that you see on some of the re- recent videos we've teamed up with like Squarespace and stuff which is really yeah. cool because we already use that stuff which is brill um so all in all it all comes together to make up like just enough money <laughs> to keep us going <laughs> um yeah it's not uh, not a celebrity lifestyle but it it's we're doing a lot better the last 12 months I have to say um than we were cool. before that's it's awesome! Man. Congratulations!
1: I, I, I tell you she about is. celebrity, okay? Because I have a story. Oh, go get on.
0: into it, because this is gonna this is gonna segue I, into like r- the real talk about watches. So go I go for have, it, Piro. I real. have a story. You Better tell your wife. to Stop calling. No, nah,
2: that's that's a <laughs> celebrity calling him. That's his agent.
0: Nuh-uh. he's
1: getting hooked up.
0: Like who <laughs> so, you knows? It's, it's the guy. Don't tell the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, lawyer. right. So I'm at work, maybe two two and a half years ago. And like I said, I discovered you through the Ben Arthur channel. So I'm sitting at work, and I, the guy I'm working with, he's really into movement watches. Like he loves movement watches. Oh, like dear. he don't buy nothing <laughs> but movement watches. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there, and I'm you know you just scroll through YouTube, then I see one of your movement is movement watch good or something like that, or is it trash or something? And he looks at it and he says, what the fuck is this guy talking what? about?
0: Tell tell him how many watches does he have in his collection? How oh, many he, he has watches?
1: he he has about 50 to 60 movement watches in his collection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes.
0: No. Yes. Yes. P. Ross needs to make a video in his yes. house. Yes. <laughs> he, yes. he needs to go yes. to his house and do a he, video. That
1: would go let, viral. That would be a yeah. viral video right there. Right. So he like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? So I just start laughing. And I click on a video, and they're like just your facial expressions and the stuff that you're saying is infuriating him, right? And I'm I to have him, that effect <laughs> And I'm looking at him like, "Damn, is he for real? Like, is this real?" So he looked at me and he said, "That motherfucker is wrong," because he like <laughs> one of the, he like one of these country dudes from Kentucky. You know what I mean? From down south. That motherfucker is wrong, and he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Movement is great. So I'm looking at him, and I'm like, you really mad? But then he said, let me tell you something, because I'm a big Prince fan, as you can see with the posters in the background. So he said, what if somebody told you Prince didn't write none of his music? How would you feel? So as a Prince fan, boy, I said, yeah, I could understand that. So it became this thing to where every time you would drop a, a video like the movement versus the Daniel Wellington, I would play it at work. <laughs> just to piss him <laughs> off. And it would just infuriate him, man. I mean, oh, and he'd did. be looking, look at my watch versus your watch. And I'm like, yo, whatever, dude. I ain't got time for this shit, man. I don't want to argue over this. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> so I actually went on like alibaba aliexpress and i found like the movement clone that they got it from and i'm like look this motherfucker costs two dollars well that ain't right they stole that from movement (laughs) you know that listing was probably there before (laughs) right right and i'm like i mean he got mad and when you see his collection it's like he got it up under lights oh wow you know what I mean like it, it's no. crazy. Yes. Yes, it's well, it's crazy. like showcasing them. Right. And I'm like he bought the automatic. You know and when he bought the movement automatic, he like Yeah. The arc, said,
2: yeah. Wow. He sent
1: me a picture and then he sent me a message like they got an automatic now. I got the Rolex, the right. Rolex it's equivalent. Like $300. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then when you did a video uh I think Alpha M sold out when he did the uh do my movement in... better than Rolex. Oh my right. god.
0: Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So yeah. he got so much crap for it though. I mean
1: <laughs> so yeah. we got into that too. Like, like he like Alpha M. You know, because Alpha M sponsor movement. So of course, yes. he like Alpha M is absolutely right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, man, you tripping rolex sucks <laughs> he's agreeing you with the one percent that like that right. video <laughs> right you know what i'm saying and he like i would never buy rolex. <laughs> oh my rolex <God. laughs> movement watches. and i'm That's just so sitting insane. there and, and and i'm getting fuming like what the hell is going on like this guy really really loves MVMT. how about fair we enough, do
2: fair enough to me if he likes that sort of stuff then must be happy a lot of things gosh man
1: how
0: about we do man. this p when when we read when we finish recording this and this is uh published on you know youtube and podcasts or whatever send them the link please we we definitely look no I, offen- I, I, what, I, what's his I, I, name
1: uh james I, I already told him i said i caught him <laughs> last week like we having uh your boy ben arthur on on the yeah
0: absolutely look, look james if you if you're listening miguel here we're not Every, everybody has their own thing right and, and we're nobody to be putting anybody else down but as watch people we we look at things objectively so that's what ben does that's what we do we break <laughs> we, try to do <laughs> we, we, we try to do so we're not we're not trying to uh you know put you down in any kind of way obviously you spent your money on what you like which is at the end of the day that's fine. You could buy whatever you want because it's your money. However, we look at things subjectively as much as we can. And we look at the, the, the backstory, if you will, but Ben kind of help me out. Do you have a message for, for and any James and anybody else that owns a movement watch or Vincero (laughs) or Daniel Wellington? I'm serious because they spend their money on that and I'm sure they feel like we're bashing them. And and, in reality, we're really not, you know, we, we love watches, but any message for him and for the people out there?
2: Kind of. I suppose uh, I, I want to say that, like, I actually really, as weird as it sounds, I don't actually care if someone did choose to, like, like, buy a movement watch or Danny Wellington, Vincero, whichever one right. they, they buy. Like you said, they can kind of buy what they want. They can spend the money how they want. Right. My right. videos, and I'm sure some of your videos out there, exist purely to try and serve the customer who's after the, the pure most bang for the buck. And right. unfortunately, when you compare them on a material level... They just it just doesn't stack up against right. what some of these other brands are offering. Even some of these small micro brands are still offering more value for well, a lot of the small micro brands are offering more value for money right. than okay. the likes of these uh, these fashiony brands are currently doing anyway. Right. So although some of them, to be fair, at least like the likes of Movement, I think they're maybe on an upward trajectory, albeit like it might take them a while to get to the top of the hill. But they're they're slowly improving the products. I think. Um, so, I mean, in a few years, it, it won't be so bad. But, um, yeah, yeah. You, you can wear what you want. It's just, like, you could get a lot more for your money, I think, elsewhere if you're willing to look outside of a different brand. Like, for instance, p Ross saying that guy like, collecting, like, 50-odd Rolexes. Well, not Rolexes. <laughs> Ooh, <wait. laughs> better than Rolexes. Sorry, they're better than Rolexes. <laughs> 50-odd movements. Like, gosh, you could have much more variety for that money and have still plenty to wear, I-, I think, by going for different brands. Like, just don't restrict yourself to one brand. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I actually tried to convince him to do a YouTube channel, and on movement,
1: you know what I mean, and you know, he, I'm not sure that
2: would go down too well. We can you know, see, maybe yeah, it would, I know. maybe it would. I don't know. It,
1: it probably would, you know, but uh, he's just, oh my god. And then what was so crazy was uh, one of the guys from Theon Harris had did a video on movement, and he had bought an automatic, and he was like speaking highly of it. And he showed me that video. He said, I told you, look, this guy's with Theo and Harris. And, and I'm, I'm like, sure. oh, my God. I,
0: I told P. Ross, I'm sure they got paid. Right. There's no way. He just bought the watch. Oh. And,
1: yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm like, okay. It's a bit All different, right. isn't it,
2: when you, you buy something rather than when a brand sends you something. And the thing is, on the viewers' perspective, like you briefly mentioned earlier, Miguel, you don't know if someone's been told something behind the scenes, like what what to say. Right. You, you never really find out that stuff, right. and it's only when you yeah. dig deep into uh, like a brand that that stuff comes to the surface. Right. Because as a customer or otherwise, just trying to do your due diligence and search a review online, it's a, a kind it's of hard. A, bit, a bit murky out there at the moment, isn't it? You ha- you have yeah, a real absolutely. mixture, not just of mixture of opinions, but potential biases induced in there as well.
0: Right. No. Absolutely well let let's go into i guess the more fashion side of things since we're talking about movement and all that in your opinion, what is the difference between a fashion watch and a quote unquote real watch
2: um it's a bit of a murky line, I think in my opinion, a fashion watch is probably just something that's that's purely worn for aesthetic purposes because okay, even though there's some great looking like real watches like young uns let's say yeah um. They look amazing. I can't ever see someone who was after a fashion watch would ever buy, like, a uns honestly. Um, even though watches generally, I'd say that looks is one of the most important factors, possibly the most important factor, when, you, when you're when you going to look at to try and buy a wristwatch from somewhere. But when it comes to fashion watches, it takes ultimate precedence. Like, it's just the only thing that matters, kind of, because right. some of these fashion watches, like, like anyone can search on Alibaba and find stuff that looks almost identical or identical in some cases. It's built right. to be exactly the same stuff for between about two and twenty pounds normally. Uh, it can vary a bit depending on if they're using like sapphire crystal, let's say. But you can normally find something that's they're making a profit on it for ten pounds. Right. But then these other brands are selling the exact same stuff in my opinion for like a hundred and odd pounds. So clearly the person buying it right. is in no way caring about the materials in the piece maybe they don't even know what constitutes a good watch in some cases because they're not bothered and that's fine but uh that would make it a fashion watch in my eyes if, if the purely pure reason someone's bought it is just for the looks that's the reason in my mind
0: yeah, that's a great answer i mean i i agree with you man mm-hmm. it's and and i think that's why most people that aren't really necessarily into watches they look at something and they go Ooh, that looks pretty or ooh, that looks expensive but it's like yeah it, it looks but it's not you know once you look at the mechanics right. of construction you're right you know it, it's a completely different monster uh but you got to give it to movement i mean they're a marketing machine awesome marketing and and their watches are not ugly looking watches you know they they're appealing right that's why so many people buy them because they don't look ugly yeah,
2: yeah. but
0: at, at the okay. core they're they're not great watches that are going to be a generational item you know and, and something they're going to retain value at all you know but treat you not. Of-
2: oh yeah the value falls off a cliff uh but also like they they make a real good effort to make them look good online like more of so even than in person like honestly in person i've had some of them in the studio that arc is the which is the automatic one that's the only one that i've had and thought yeah that's quite a good looking watch like the other ones they look amazing online because these renders that they're doing some of these like other brands need to invest in some of this stuff because they can make the watch, even if it is really cheap looking, they can make it look super expensive. Uh, and I think that's often how it plays into this social media thing. People see them on Instagram. They look amazing on Insta, these renders do. And people pull the trigger as a result because they want something that looks great. And that can be the difference between choosing that brand over a, like a Seiko whose stock images. Look like a child's just taking them on a tour. <laughs> right, that
0: not just Seiko, man, and everybody. Like a, a lot of brands are doing a great job now, but but yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, Movement did an amazing. Oh, not just Movement, Bencherro and and Daniel Wellington, and all these people. Yeah, they they're marketing geniuses. And then you know, like you said, when people see this and like oh my goodness that looks like a million bucks for 120 bucks i'm gonna i'm gonna order it right so then they get it and they don't know better they're not gonna do what we do they're not gonna pull out a macro and do this and play with it and keep track of the time and do things that we typically watch guys do they're just gonna look at it and be like oh this is pretty i got a bargain on this and they're just gonna wear it and enjoy it you know what i mean and that's fine but don't be thinking that you're gonna get that watch and go into a watch meet and be like, "Hey, look what I got!" You know, because <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not place. gonna,
1: <laughs> movement.
0: <laughs> it's not gonna turn out well for you. <laughs> mm.
1: All right. Speaking of fashion watches, you really have exposed brands like Movement, right. Vacheron, yeah. Filippo Loretti. You just did the documentary, which was hot. Yeah. Um, what was your intention behind that? And have the brands contacted you directly <laughs> right that's
2: it that is a good, a good question <laughs> um uh so in terms of contacting me um movement contacted me and sent me some watches years ago i think it was like 2017 maybe when i had the fashion mm-hmm. channel right uh, i did some like live stream unboxings i don't know if you can still watch them on the channel or not I Did some live stream unboxings followed by reviews yeah, it didn't end up very well for them <laughs> um, Felipe <laughs> Loretti, as you might have seen in the documentary, they've been bombarding me like it's a total of 13 times because, yeah, you do you see like six threads, but some of them are like multiple, like they sent multiple of the same thread somehow, so it's like 13 <laughs> in total. Um, yeah, yeah, so they really were trying to get pushing me to promote their watches in some way or another. Um, and then Vincero, um, I bought one of those with my money. That I, can't remember to be honest i don't think they ever actually approached me to promote them which is uh I, maybe the best decision on their part although i did years ago like 2016 or something i uh, reached out to see if they would uh send me one like review or something and they they said no uh, this is more <laughs> in any of these other videos this is because they said no because i wasn't big enough or something i can't remember how right. he, i i had it must be a few thousand subs and they, they wouldn't send me. I think I had like wow. eight to 10,000 subs and they wouldn't send me a watch. Uh, that's weird. So ultimately when I did get older one, it's because I bought it. But uh, In terms of the intentions behind such videos, uh, it's interesting actually because those videos, lots of the, the sort of more negative-y videos about these brands, um, some people could call them exposés, that's fair enough. Um yeah. They're not, they were never made, any of them, including this last Felipe Loretti one. They're never made with the intention of exposing a brand, believe it or not, in that it comes across a bit like that. Okay. I've, I feel like my whole philosophy with with this channel, especially, but also a little bit to the extent with the other channel, my old one, is to serve the viewer as best as possible, to, to serve the potential customers and help people to make the best purchasing decision with their money, which okay. involves me being in some cases brutally honest about certain products which i right. think are uh, mega overhyped or if there's like certain scummy deceptive tactics behind the scenes to mm-hmm. market them yeah. um i will absolutely tell uh, prospective customers that be- purely because i want to help people make the right decision with their money i don't want, i don't like the feeling personally of buyers remorse and I, I don't like the idea of other people having buyers remorse and being sold out And half of it is as well because I'm someone who loves to do my my due diligence before buying products. I'm like kind of obsessive about it because I love getting the most value for money possible, as you may have um, gathered from my videos. Yeah. And for other people wanting to do that at the moment, it's uh, a little bit um, misleading because they'll you'll search for like reviews of products. And it'll be filled with lots of paid reviews, which in my opinion, don't even constitute reviews. They should just be labeled as adverts. I don't know how that's legal, to be honest. Yeah. Um, ones where people who've never had a watch before have been sent this watch and the are gushing and saying it's the best watch ever. Right. Um, so it becomes a lot more difficult for people to get a real perspective on how good the product actually is. And sometimes these are heavily misleading. People are saying stuff about these watches that in my opinion, isn't true most of the time. Like yeah. they're saying stuff that that doesn't add up. The saying that these watches are luxury watches. um So my videos are also there in place for those people who want to do the due diligence. And this not only is for the watches I give a negative review about, but also the ones I give a good review about. Is to keep things nice and, and balanced. So if I think a product's bad, I will actually say it's bad because I noticed that some of the other reviewers. Um, they don't like to do that. If they don't think the product's good, they they will choose that. to not make a video, which is kind of fair enough. But in my perspective, as like a prospective customer myself, at times I would always want to see the negatives about a product as well. And at the moment, I, well, I'm, I'm one of the only bigger channels that I think is actually doing that. Is actually creating videos, even if I don't like the watch, because I'm just trying to, in my opinion, trying to right. serve the audience. And I think the audience values that. I think that. Yeah. Um, They appreciate that they might have dodged a bullet sometimes, (laughs) in a sense. And and that, I think, probably helps my credibility in the extent where, like, if I said something good about a watch, people might be probably more inclined to believe it because they know I'm not just, like, trying to sell them stuff, Right. I think. I I could be wrong. Maybe people don't appreciate the negative videos, but I feel like they need to be made to help people out.
0: I think you're doing an incredible job, man. To be honest with you, absolutely. And, and, I mean that Felipe already documentary. I like the way that P. Ross put it. Incredible. I mean, I, I watched yeah. all. I typically don't watch videos that are over ten minutes long; they're too boring, to be honest with you. But that one was like twenty something minutes. I forgot how long it yeah, was. Yeah, twenty
2: six minutes. I believe it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. I watched it yeah. from
0: start to finish, and I was like, "Wow!" I and I sent it to a few friends, and I was like, "This guy is crazy!" Like the right. the different level it's not even a video it's a documentary i'm like dang mm-hmm. this guy's is just, the editing is crazy and th- when you're shooting the darts i'm like that's ah that's right. genius That's genius. <laughs> yeah. and the way that you say things you come across I've, I've never been stopped on the street and said you have a right. good watch
2: so, <laughs> that's true yeah like, me
1: <laughs> i was just kind of all the time i was just kind of like he dug in their ass you know what good, I'm saying? Good. Dug in the ass. That, it was great.
0: So yeah. they've never... So none of these companies have contacted you... I meant after the fact. Like after you put out the video, yeah. they've never said, hey, you better take that down or...
1: it Surprisingly we, not. Not yet. But I
2: think that's because they know <laughs> that I will do the full recourse if they tried to take one of my videos down like i ain't, I ain't standing for any of that as you can probably gather right like, and yeah. also they know that i've got this backup channel now with a hundred thousand subs on it so if they tried i'm surprised that honestly that uh Felipe haven't at least attempted to take this video down already i actually said to phoebe i thought it would be down within two hours i thought they'd try and false copyright strike it even though in no way does it uh break fair use but i put the disclaimer at the start and that's true. right if like, they try and take this video down we're gonna do everything possible to keep that video up, even mm. if it means uh, legal action. Because it would be a false takedown if they did take it down. Because I made sure that nothing in there, um, in any way, is like stepping past the lines of of just like information and basic reviews. So it's all publicly available stuff. Even though I had to do a bit of digging to find some of it, and it's not like insulting the company as such. Like I, I was very careful. So, yeah, that. Uh, i think that i don't give many companies that many grounds to be able to um like have a sort of libel case against me or anything like that
0: got it did the watch ever turn up? yeah I was still just hasn't so
2: it. i filmed wow. that like weeks ago yeah, and it doesn't mm. surprise me although uh we received a order confirmation email like two days ago believe it or not literally the day the video wow. goes live we, we receive an order confirmation even though we already received an order confirmation when we ordered the watch months ago, and then now the order is actually confirmed. So That's
0: mm. crazy.
2: Just like, I should hope it should be confirmed by now. It's been months. Like,
0: (laughs) what's going on with the watch? Yeah,
2: we Mm -hmm. made sure we, in case you're wondering, because I've had loads of people ask in the comments of that video, um, I made sure we ordered it under a a pseudonym to a different address. So there's no way they know it's me. They'd have no way of finding out. That's so good. just to ensure that they weren't treating YouTubers differently than uh, normal customers. So we, we just right. wanted to appear as a normal customer given the reputation of the brand. And and sure enough, it never, never arrived. Yeah, yeah you, hit the,
0: you, yet. you hit the nail on the head, though, that they treat, and, and there is some, some truth to what you said, that they treat customers different than they do YouTubers. And I could only speak from experience. So a, a good buddy of ours, uh, Dave Schwartz, great channel go check him out he just put out a video and it was a controversial video and he knew he was going to get some heat for it uh and he got a free watch from from them from Filippo Loretti. but he told me they ship super quick but again it goes back to one of those things mm-hmm. if, if they're going to do business with you i guess they hook you up and they they take care of you but yeah if you're the customer i mean i i can't speak to that extent because i don't know but It might
2: be mixed, yeah. I mean, it might not be the same. I mean, there might be plenty of happy customers out there, but it was just like the sheer level of stuff is the reason I made that video. Like, I just couldn't believe some of the stuff I was finding because it literally, as I said in the in that video, it genuinely started. It was just gonna be a normal review, but it took forever. It was never turning up, and then I just looked into the company a bit, and then all this stuff it just kept appearing. Like, what didn't Mm. even take as much investigating as you might have thought. It just layer upon layer of just like what. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It, it just kind of seemed like to me when I was watching a documentary and some of the ads from people that were talking about the watch just seemed really, really scripted and phony. You know what I mean? Oh, from them. Oh, yeah. And I'm just it like, like, wow. Like I've never seen such a bad acting job you know what i mean
2: it's crazy it's crazy
1: yeah that was yeah, pretty they funny. could at
2: least make it convincing couldn't they <laughs> right
1: i will i will love
0: i mean I, I know it took you forever but man if you put out more videos like that in the future like more documentary style like exposing other companies oh man i would love to watch that i, I remember when teddy did the uh the movement thing right he promoted it heavily yeah. and he went to the headquarters and everything i was that was something i mean that was that was something special but what you did man it was, it's incredible because yeah you didn't meet with anybody in person but your work you could tell that you put a lot of effort into that and right. I really appreciated it's, that because yeah. i'm like it's like i'm watching a netflix like documentary it was so well right. put together i was like dang this guy and i, I was so proud <laughs> to say we're gonna have him on the show like i was yeah. so excited like Yes, I need to congratulate
1: this guy. You know, firsthand. Yeah. So, congratulations, Ben! Yeah. That was and, awesome. Yeah, and, and you made an appearance in the Teddy Baldazar video.
2: Yes, yes, oh, a brief man. appearance. So, yes, yeah. uh, that's did, funny. That one.
1: <laughs> did he call yeah. you about that? Did he? Did he give you the heads up or?
2: Nah, nothing. Didn't hear anything. It was really strange. I was invited, um, to. Oh, what was it now? I think it was some sort of podcast appearance with Teddy Baldazar at some point, but then. Uh, they approached me through through some company. I think Teddy has has some media company represents him with some rubbish. And they reached out to me, and I replied saying, "Yeah, go on then." Yeah, never heard back from them. So mm, uh,
0: wow, don't
2: know what's going on right. there. But maybe think I'm too controversial. <laughs> I, I, I yeah,
0: <laughs> well, Ted, Teddy's he, Teddy's in the next level now. Obviously, you know, he's he's uh, an AD for a uh, for a bunch of different companies. Hopefully, we get to have him on the show at some point. that would be really interesting, interesting to talk guest, to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's created a lot of success and obviously he he did something different than all the other guys are, are, are doing. And I could appreciate that. Smart guy, you know, and that's that's the route that he wanted to go and, and he's a businessman at heart. But in in my opinion, when you get to that level, it's, it's, it's kind of hard, right? Because you're like, well, now that you're representative for all these companies, how's your legitimacy in all this? Because if you're telling me about yes. a watch, I know you're selling the watch. So do I really believe you? It's kind of hard. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's hard to, to further that point. I mean, I, I don't want to go too much into it uh, because I don't yeah. like the idea of like slamming other YouTubers. No, of course not. But he has this, he has a channel now, Teddy Baldazar Reviews channel, uh, where he's reviewing watches that he's selling as an authorized dealer. Which, wait, so he has a different channel? Yeah. I, so if you I... search it on YouTube, he has oh. a separate channel now reviewing all these watches that he's selling. Oh. Which didn't hit the right chord with me, at least. I mean, I'm someone who's a really pure heart. I, I honestly, right. like, I really, really value the credibility of someone who is as least associated with something as possible. Like, I would never accept payment for review. I w- I would never consider doing a review on a product if I was selling the product. For instance, I mentioned that in the Philippe Loretti review because that's what they were doing. Yeah. So when I see that, it, it got me a bit disappointed, to be honest. Like, Like, when I saw that channel, I just thought... This is strained into something now where I just think that that's just, I don't know. Mm. There's certainly a risk of um, reputational damage when people actually realize that he's yeah. selling the stuff that he's reviewing. Like I just think that that's, should that be called a review? I think it should be called a showcase personally because yeah, I don't think, well, inherently it's not a review. If you search the definition of review, it's not a review because it's massively biased yeah, whether right. he wants it to be right. or not. Like I can understand that, but yeah, I just mm. think it's, it's... people should just know that that exists.
0: Yeah, and I don't think there's, and again, I haven't even, I didn't even know that existed. But in my opinion, if if I was in that same position, yeah, I would probably word it a little bit different. Showcase, showcase would be a good thing. Enough. That's what Linus Tech Tips does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you got to be very careful when you are objectively showcasing the watch and, and saying oh this is good this is bad you really can't say that you just say hey look at the lines look at this this is what it features. sapphire crystals. this mm-hmm. is what you get this is how much it costs If you're interested go to my website check it out right that's about it but you cannot mm-hmm. say well in my opinion this is good and it's better than no you, you can't do that anymore you know so i don't right. know what teddy's doing and i respect the guy you know i've liked him for oh the, yeah he's, for d- a he's done a lot yeah, yeah, especially
2: for some of these like slightly younger guys that are, are coming into this sort of thing as well. I think it, for sure. it's for great sure. to have him as as part of the community. Uh, the quality of his videos has improved a lot. Um, I uh, definitely think he's a good uh, model of how you can make a kind of business around YouTube. Um, yeah, he's, he's maybe not to my taste in terms of content, and I don't think he, he he would like my content particularly. Although he didn't include in that movement review, so you never know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he sure. mm-hmm. seems like a nice guy at least
0: yeah for sure well so let me ask what do you have in your personal collection i'm curious to know and also do you have a grail that grail piece
2: um this is actually funny i was um quite pleased when you mentioned that you might bring this up at some point uh (laughs) because it is very different to to lots of these other people i I wouldn't even say i necessarily have a a collection as such and i I kind of don't see myself as a watch collector even though i enjoy watches quite a lot and I, i tend to to wear a lot of stuff. I think some of it's as a result of the inherent nature of this of the business is I have to keep getting through lots and lots of watches. So okay. I'm not someone who likes to like hoard lots of watches, even though that seems to be a, a common theme. And, and I used to be like that, to be honest, Like years ago I would have lots of stuff that I didn't need. It was the same with hair products when I had uh, hair, before I checked <laughs> <Yeah>. um a <laughs> carpet. Oh. So um, I tend to, on a daily basis, Rotate between like four or five watches, probably uh okay. most cool, some mechanical um but I will obviously wear loads of watches for these reviews anyway uh and what we do is we we get them in, I have uh, a nice boxed system here for the watches for reviews okay, and then when we're sort of done with the watch, I decide that i I just won't see much wrist time out of realistically it'll just we'll just sell it on ebay uh, and then as a result. I just tend to stick with the same watches. Some Casios, um, including the one I've got on. Right. A couple of Seikos. Uh, What else? Uh, a Loris, one or two others. It's all, honestly, like really budget stuff. My channel isn't budget-like because I'm trying to sell budget watches to people. It's because I actually genuinely wear budget watches most days because I feel like that's the price point where you get the most bang for buck without spending more and getting lesser returns on your, on your money you that's know what, what you're i mean saying. so that's, what that's you're it's a, i've always been a budget watch lover at heart and as a result in terms of grails honestly i don't really have a, a particular grail watch i mean i'd probably like to have one of the more expensive young'uns at one point but to me i can't justify mm. spending loads of money on a watch when i know how i put not that much money to work to make this channel quite successful and to make money right. on my channel so i feel a little bit financially irresponsible by dropping thousands and thousands on a watch, even though I could. And I've, I've, I've experienced enough luxury wristwatches and, and seen them and held them and stuff. And I kind of get the appeal, but like when I know that that money could be better spent elsewhere and also that Phoebe would kill me apart from that. Um, yeah. I can <laughs> just dropping like 20 grand on a watch. Let's say I just mm, wouldn't. Mm, um,
0: so in your opinion, what's the most you would be willing to spend on a watch?
2: Um, probably about 700 pound. I think when you get beyond about seven, 800 pounds, I think that you start, it becomes subjective kind of from that point. Like you get an objective amount of materials for your money when you get to these sort of price points. And when it hits a certain point without a microscope, you can't see the differences much. Like even with a macro lens on my camera, like sometimes you can barely see the difference. Uh, And when it gets to that point, it's just like, you got to think to yourself, what are you really paying for? I mean, I think after that point, you're not paying for materials anywhere. Marketing. Right? It's all, the marketing, the brand, mm. potentially resale value at some point. Uh, so as a result, yeah, pro- probably the max I'd ever spend, probably about 1,200 quid, unless like I, I was like a millionaire, in which case, if I magically became a millionaire, which I think is quite unlikely... Um, I could maybe consider dropping like five to ten thousand on a watch at most. Definitely no, I'm never any more than that, because mm. I, I just know that I, I built this channel off like I started this cha- this channel or the one before with such a cheap amount of materials, and I that's grown into this, and I can never justify just dropping that on a wristwatch. I mean, I enjoy watches, but it's definitely a uh, a hobby, not an obsession, shall we say.
0: Well, He's lucky, P. Ross, because we yeah. are obsessed. We are in the deep end, my friend. Like help us, help us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn. Oh,
1: so, man. what's uh, your opinion on
2: homage watches? This is um interesting as well because I, my thoughts on them have changed a little bit. Uh, I used to think going back like two to three years, I, I was all for them. In fact, I would probably say I watched more videos about. Uh, homage or homage, however you want to pronounce it. I I don't know what the real pronunciation is. Them type of watches. I was all about them because the idea of getting something that looked like an expensive luxury watch for less. And I love the idea of that. And often from some of these like Chinese brands, especially you can get like mega specs for the money, can't you? So it was um, very appealing at first, but as I've got kind of more into this and spent longer covering wristwatches, I've really grown to appreciate like original design more Uh to the extent where now I don't see homage watches as fake watches, but they're not much above it now, in my opinion, even if the specs are good, because I kind of think, well, you've just stolen the design. Like I think a lot of the effort that goes into making a wristwatch is the time that's spent crafting the design. Right. And I'm, I know that from personal experience, like it takes so much crafting like a like a thumbnail even though my thumbnails are even very good <laughs> thumbnail a youtube video it takes so long and i think yeah i i really grown to value the design that goes into a, a watch to the extent where i never find myself ever wearing homage watches even though i've had them i've just ended up selling them all uh inevitably so that's why i don't really cover many of them on the channel anymore because that makes sense i i, I think i don't know i think that tends to be the case for a lot of people. I've seen lots of people who are newer to watches, which is good. I like the presence of homage watches because you can get into the hobby. You can start with the likes of either like a fashion watch, a homage watch or something like that. But I find that almost all of them will end up progressing onto some of these more like original design watches for some reason or another. And and that's very much been my uh, journey with it too.
0: Got it, got it. So we asked numerous guests, including Jody, which we hadn't him too long ago, what is the difference between an Amish watch and a replica watch? So in your opinion, we, we want to hear what you have to say.
2: Yeah, oh, my, my viewpoint is almost exactly the same. I mean, I watched that one of yours. So everyone, okay. go and watch that one after you finish watching this <laughs> one or listen to it. Um, and, um, yeah, it's very similar for me. I think there's a clear distinction in terms of the logo, at least, that one is trying to imitate another one. Right. if it's like a fake watch i mean i'm totally against like counterfeit goods and stuff like that yeah if it's super super shady you're just supporting crime if you if you buy a counterfeit and also you don't get the same experience you feel terrible inside anyway if you, if you buy a yeah. fake watch and wear it god i'd feel terrible like like saying it was a rolex yeah it is but secretly you can't feel confident <laughs> about it you know like don't you look closer
0: don't look we- closer
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah yeah don't use a microscope but uh and then yeah, Homage Watches—they aren't exactly pretending to be them because the logo is different. But I feel like they kind of are pretending to be them because the design's exactly the same. So it's like fifty-fifty. I'm probably a bit more negative than than Jody's point of view about that thing. I would say I don't yeah. mind them. I can see why people like them. Sometimes they can offer great value for money, especially if they're like under a hundred pound. But it would be—I'd um, be lying if I said that I, I enjoyed them more than all the time because. I- yeah, I'm with
0: you, man. And look, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of 50-50. And I agree they're, that homage watches are not replica watches. And I'll give them that, right? Because they have a different logo. They're not pretending to be the real thing. I get that. And I respect that, right? But like you said, you, you hit the nail on the head about creativity. And, and that's what a lot of money gets spent on. And I have an homage watch. And I just don't find myself wearing it. Not because it's ugly because obviously it's not it it looks like the real thing and and it looks pretty but just because when i wear it i almost feel like i'm being fake to myself because i'm like well i'm wearing it because i want the real thing and i can't afford it or i'm not willing to spend the money so that's why i'm wearing this but who am i being fake to me because i'm not pretending to be something to somebody else because they could clearly say this doesn't say rolex on it but I just said to myself, you know, I just like you, I appreciate original design and the brand that I love the most is Seiko. And, and recently I picked up one of my girls and I was telling Peter Ross, it's a SPB 143. Um, I told Peter Ross, I've been wanting the Rolex Mariner for such a long time. And it's nothing to do with status. It's the aesthetic. And since I was a little kid, I remember seeing that watch. And for whatever reason, it's like, I just love the way it looks. Right. So, Obviously now I'm to watch collecting you know, or whatever. Seiko is one of those brands that is near and dear to my heart since the beginning, and I remember seeing the 62MAS, right, their first diver, and I was in love. I was like, man, that's such a handsome looking watch in my opinion. It looks tooley. it looks, it just, it just looks super cool, right? But it's expensive. I can never buy an original one. Now that they released this one, the SPB line back in uh, June 2020, I saw it and I'm like perfect i want that because that represents to me the originality of seiko right and it's almost like a grail of your seiko collector so now that i got it i could tell you this firsthand my my appetite if you will for the submariner is kind of moving further and further away and i'm happy because i just your feel wallet like this might watch... be happy
2: too
1: oh
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> And 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 i mean that if you really think about it, you're like, did you really just drop that much money on a Seiko? It's stupid. And I get it, you know, I i get that there's a lot of pushback, including myself. I wasn't gonna pick it up because of the price, but once I got it in the metal, I'm like, okay, I could see this different than my SKX. And I wouldn't pay more for a Seiko than this, but I could see the level of craftsmanship is different in the materials used and the and the machine in there, you know, the movement is different. But again, it just satisfied my craving for a Rolex and Mariner and I'm happy because this is an original design to Seiko and I'm like yeah. I'm happy I'm
2: happy it feels know? different doesn't it it feels like it, they have a soul I think that's yeah. that's mine it's like they have more yeah, of a for sure yeah, they're more natural they're not they feel less artificial they're not trying reason. to
0: be something else they're just they're just themselves and it does it like your edifice is a beautiful example of, of a watch that's you know 50 dollars or whatever mm-hmm. it's an original design Right, and you could wear it and be like, I, I, you know, I challenge anybody to find something else like this. I mean, there's similarities in other in other ways, but right. it's a great value for money to watch, and it, it, it has its own identity, if you will, and 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 you know, it's it's awesome, it's awesome. But no, anybody listening, you have an homage watch, and I know P. Ross is a big supporter of homage watches. So if we're not putting you down again. This is just our opinions, oh, you know. Oh. So,
1: hey, hey, I like what I like, bro. Absolutely. But uh yeah, I think it's like you you kind of move away, like for someone who's getting into watches, you go from a fashion brand to maybe a homage watch. And then if you really get into watches, you just start moving away from that and seeing other things that you actually like. You know what I mean? Yep. That has original design. Was, you know what I mean? That's definitely
2: my so, my uh, you know. journey for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, man.
1: So what's
0: what's next for your channel? What's next in your journey? What what can we what can we expect? When's
2: the um, next
1: documentary? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um well, uh we're just aiming honestly with this whole thing to just keep leveling up the the quality more and more with uh as not maybe with every single video because I, it's going to be a while before I can produce another one that's the same like pure like like editing quality maybe as the the right. Other video I just did because I can't make every review like that because I'd be uploading once a month and that is not good right. uh, for the algorithm or for the viewers. Mm-hmm. um But we're just looking to just make the best videos that we possibly can in this channel. Ultimately, it'd be great if we could become one of the biggest channels, but I don't necessarily have any like subscriber goals. Like, I, okay, I used to think of like, oh, if we could get to this number of subscribers or if we could get to a hundred thousand or something, but like. I felt like I was thinking about the viewers too much as uh, numbers and not enough as viewers. So I kind of don't mind now. It's like 40,000 is fine. We're doing okay with money. So that that's not um, a massive stress anymore in terms of the channel. Cause it was a huge stress at one point. Um, we're just going to try and make the content, the best content about wristwatches on YouTube eventually. I mean, I okay. don't know how much money that's going to take. Um, so we're going to have to build a, a team at some point, but it, that all depends on how well the channel it grows. We're trying to build this blog more too as well. Cause we feel like um, that's an area where we can take some ground off the big boys. And we're going to go from there.
0: Very cool. Very cool, cool man. So now we're at the part of the show. We got about eight minutes left. We talk other things. So Ben, you take it away. Talk what, about whatever you want to talk about.
2: or recommend. Heat, isn't heat the best movie 1995. Yeah. Robert De Niro, yeah. Al Pacino. Was,
0: I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time, but what from what I remember... Yeah, it's been it a awesome
2: minute. Watching, it's been man. a minute, yeah. It's aged beautifully. I watched it. Mm. Phoebe stumbled upon it on Amazon Prime Video for the first time a couple of years mm. back. maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe like 18 months ago, man. And I swear, it's the first time I, that I cried at a movie. <laughs> what? Being cried? I, I, I cried at a movie for the first time since I watched E.T. as a kid.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And...
2: And it was, it was like a crime movie and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So anyone who's listening, yeah, yeah. You've got to watch it, man. Like, yeah. there's it, okay. some, something magical about that movie. And that honestly uh, was part of the inspiration for trying to massively improve the the quality of like the, the cinematography on uh, the Ben's watch club channel. You'll notice, well, I can't remember. There's a certain point in remember When we first watched it, it must've been like 18 months ago. And um, there's a, a big uptick in the, the quality. I just wanted to get all in because that film, there was like mm. um an inherent like beauty to the film. And like, yeah, it struck on a different level, like a subconscious level or something, even though it was like a, like a action-y crime movie, some sort of meaning you can convey that you don't realize. So that's mm. how I've been trying to approach things. It's one of the reasons I have script the videos to try and leave the audience feeling a certain way right. after they finish watching the video, kind of like how they've just finished watching a movie. Yeah, that that's was cool. a, I know, a mm. strange moments in my life. <laughs> no, that's a,
0: hey, things inspire us from, from just different wow. places. So, P. Ross, what you got?
1: You already know what I get. Uh, yeah. Star, Wars, Star Wars The Mandalorian yeah. Season 2 Episode 4 was off the chain if y'all ain't checking out The Mandalorian I don't know what y'all are doing with y'all
2: life <laughs> damn it is it better than the movies because I, I, I've uh, i checked out from everything Star Wars since watching these, these recent three which I hated to be honest I mean I uh, like the originals and then I thought that the ones in the early 2000s were okay but like the CGI ruined them a bit for me Right? Yeah. but then like these last three I've just honestly like Hated yes them.
0: ben thank you finally Hated somebody to them, that, be honest somebody that's on I my thought side that, like in terms ah, of geez.
2: like on a cinematic level right like, they did a great job of special special effects but in terms of the writing and the story i thought was honestly well, awful like they, i thought they, it was they, bottom of the barrel stuff like i think i could have done a better <laughs> job as bad well as that sounds
1: well they definitely screwed up the writing <laughs> coupled up you know they did but they tried to make up for it. Now The Mandalorian is something totally different, and it's better than the last three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Movie. I've heard that. So, okay. I, okay. I, I really advise Miguel and Ben and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Who can hear my voice? You know what I'm saying? Check out The Mandalorian.
0: I'll check it out, here I'll check it out. I'll promise yeah. you that. Just because I like
1: Baby Yoda, he looks cute. He <laughs> is. Yes, it
2: makes me <laughs> yeah. a good, a nice cute pillow, to have you? You're so right, 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 yeah. right. So and it,
1: things- it, 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 it's so many Easter eggs. You know what I'm saying? Like that reminds you of the older movies mm. you know yeah. that okay. e- everything it just connects so got it at least
2: they've done a good job on that might, might yeah. save the fandom eh yeah uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that's funny so you you hit the nail on the on the on the headband as far as saying you want to leave your audience with something when you script things or whatever and, and and i was of the same mentality and i am of the same mentality but as of late i've been putting videos out where i just kind of go off uh script not because i want to but honestly, cause I just don't have time. It's, it's crazy. I'm getting so busy with different things that I'm like, I still like my scripted videos. Cause I feel like that's where I give it kind of my all, but the unscripted stuff, I've been getting some positive feedback from people. Cause I screw up, you know, I'm doing something. I'm like, ah, crap. I dropped something. or I And I just leave it in and I'm like, whatever. I'm not a pro and people like that, you know, but, uh, cause I don't want to come across as like, some and I told you this in the in the beginning and uh, you know as people listening some people may think I have a stick up my ass because of the way that I talk and you know percent my things oh, I'm not I'm not at all you know I just do it because I mess up a lot and I I do it because I have a, a little kid I have a five-year-old and he makes a lot of noise and that's honestly the reason I don't do things just off the cuff I do things when he's sleeping but as of late you know he's playing or something I just t- pull out my camera and do like an unboxing and and whatever I put it up but uh yeah it's hard you know it's it's hard to have some consistency in your channel and be like okay how are we gonna come across you know and it, it's tough man it's tough because people hate change you know so
2: <laughs> oh yeah they do mm. and it, it takes a lot more effort than people think just to make a, a simple short video I, th- I think a lot of the time yeah the viewers have no idea and i don't blame them because they've never tried it themselves they've oh, never made a video so themselves and yeah and often you'll notice it's only people who are already creators themselves like like video, video creators on youtube or or Instagrammers were taking really good photos it's only once you've tried it yourself that you start to appreciate right. how some of these like huge channels do such a good job of it and you never realize until that point right that, that they mm-hmm. do such a good job you just thought of it as a video whereas like for instance some of these like videos they're like eight minutes long or something on my channel let's say that's like hours and hours and hours of work like goes yeah. into that like, like day ultimately probably like 24 hours worth of work for a video how Right, it's just mad. Like I, would ne- I didn't even know that myself when I started YouTube, or like when in the first year or two of YouTube, like three or four years ago, I, I would never yeah. have thought that I would ever spend as long as I've just spent on this video just released as I have done today. I would never have, never have con- considered it. I would have thought it was a bad idea. In fact,
0: yeah, no, I agree. All mm-hmm. right, so two minutes left. Where can people find you, Ben?
2: Uh, just search on YouTube Ben's Watch Club. Or search the rise of Felice Polaretti or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one yeah. to start with. Yeah. yeah, you can just head over there. We're just mainly focusing on YouTube now. So I'd, okay. cer- I'd certainly uh, head there. Or if you want to uh, read uh, it in written form, because we generally will put every video as like a written version slightly different on our website as well. So you can head to benswatchclub.com. And we also release a couple of unique articles over there as well that you won't find on the YouTube that we don't have to fit in. Cool.
1: Sounds good. P. Ross. Ross, wristwatch, love everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram okay and so can watch reviews instagram
0: youtube relojando spanish-speaking uh crowd go yeah. check us out ben thank you so much for coming on buddy uh it was a pleasure hopefully thank we can have you on me. in thank the you future very it's
2: been it a, a lot of fun yeah absolutely oh, yeah. yeah loads of fun yeah i really enjoyed this it's my first time yeah, doing this really it's and great. i
1: will i will make sure my man james get this episode yes please cheers james for
2: sure (laughs) hope he doesn't hate me even more after this you never know (laughs) oh man
0: oh man all right well thank you again to you too thanks for everybody listening and as always my friends stay humble